Well, after hibernating for the last year or so, a lot of us are beginning to go out again and be emboldened. And what we're finding is a lot of our favorite places aren't there anymore. And in some cases, some of our favorite restaurants are there, but they've got different faces. They're being run by different people. There have been a lot of casualties through this. But one guy is um, helping them out and uh, and has been for a good long while helping these companies write themselves and get ready to do business in this whole new world. Todd Graves, you know, is the founder and the CEO of Raising Canes. He's uh, a great philanthropist, and now he's spending his time with a lot of restaurants around the country, and he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. No, oh, great. Thank you, David. We appreciate the exposure of this uh this pandemic has really taken its toll on small business, as you know. So any exposure for people to think about going and and spending their dollars at small businesses uh, definitely worth our time. Well, you've got and you've got the ultimate exposure because you've got this series starting up on Discovery Plus TV, where you go in and and it almost seems like you're sort of a benevolent Gordon Ramsay, a nice guy, Gordon Ramsay, helping these helping these small businesses out. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's, um, you know, I've, I've been very fortunate to grow my business, but, you know, starting out, I know what it feels like to be, you know, that person with the dream and have this, this great idea of a restaurant. And I know how hard it is to start. You know, I had to even go commercial fish in Alaska to raise money for the first Raising Canes. And then when I was able to reconstruct that first restaurant myself, then I realized how hard it is to actually keep the doors open. You don't really make a lot of money. And a lot of people don't realize you know, family-owned restaurants, you have to do high volumes and you make small margins. And so for me, I understand how hard that is. And these restaurant owners, you know, when the pandemic happened, they, they couldn't have prepared for something like this. None of us saw this, could have saw this coming or even prepared for it. And so with Raising Cane's having the drive-through format, you know, our sales actually went up, you know, during COVID-19. And you know, the bad thing about that is that means it's coming from other restaurants, which is generally independent family owned restaurants. And me and my team said, you know, there's something we need to do about this. And and one of the ways is I've been I've done TV in the past and understand, you know, the power of, of watching a series. So I just go back to my entrepreneurial roots and actually produced the show myself, financed it, produced it. And then um, later um, partnered with Discovery, who's going to going to stream. Uh, the show, as you know, and um, being an entrepreneur, and I think it'll help not only the restaurants that we featured on the show, uh, the 10 different restaurants in 10 different markets, uh, but generally the goodwill when people see, um, you know, what a helping hand does and yeah. what these what these independent restaurants go through. Well, and you've been through everything, I would think. I mean, 25 years ago, you had one shop over by LSU. Now you've got 550 straight out, stretched out over 29 states and also over the Middle East. A lot of these people that you're dealing with, though, I mean, they're restaurant people. They're not, they don't have, they didn't go to business school to figure out how to get PPP loans and how to, how to go from day to day and get through a rough patch like this. Yeah. You know, they, uh, they started out and, and just, just had the dream. They, they love the restaurant business and then they've worked hard every day to, to keep that restaurant going. And, you know, when something like as dramatic as this, um, pandemic happens. And the only thing I can equate it to is Hurricane Katrina when I only had, uh, you know, over 20 something restaurants and something like that happening to your areas, you don't think, you know, out of the box then you're just struggling every day just to keep the doors open while you're mounting 
credit card debt and everything else. And so that's where I saw a lot of these restaurant owners, you know, we went in to help them, me and my team, we had the resources, you know, it was, it was things we could help them with, which is like, you know, getting their COVID safety, um, even better, right. They were doing what they can, but you know, it's, here's ways to make it even safer for your customers and, and your employees. And then secondarily is most of these restaurants, you know, most of their business came from dining, you know, in room, in room dining, you know, they, they just had a dine in business. And so we need to turn them into coke to go machines because nobody was eating in these restaurants. And so helping them, you know, transition to, to go operation, we had to help them with, with the debt they were mounting. I mean, most of these people never paid themselves. They kept paying their employees and they just got incredible debt. And you know what the kind of pressure that puts on people, you got 18 to 22% and you're trying to credit card debt that you're trying to interest that you're paying when you're trying to support your family. Right. And then last, I wanted to, to, to make them stronger than uh, ever before come out of this pandemic make more money, save more money, because there's going to be something else in the future uh, that's going to affect their business, you know, natural disaster or something. So we were able to help them expand their concepts and dreams they had before COVID. So we just were the right size and had the resources now to be able to help them, but still well, that and, you know, and, entrepreneurial roots of the and, company and we you, have. You said the right thing is prepare them for the future. Obviously, you get them through this this period but there are going to be changes, I would assume, going forward. For example, if you're in the middle of a strip center, I would guess you'd like to be at the end so you can have, have a drive-through window. Right, right, right. Yeah, and then also, too, is just, just the, the takeout business. You know, it, it's, it's, it's big, and, and it, it was starting to get really big before COVID. Now, post-COVID, people are taking restaurants and making, replacing their what they were cooking at their homes, right? And so just helping these companies become these, what I call to-go machines, you know, setting their business up, helping them with the technologies, right? Mobile ordering, curbside pickup, or quick uh, quick uh, uh, places you come into the restaurant just to take out quickly and get better at that. So really it's gonna expand their business when the dining room comes back, that they're gonna be able to to really make some better money and be able to save that for you, a rainy day. You know, you've been successful, you've developed sort of a cult following in essence, serving one thing. There's a tendency, I would think, on the part of a lot of these restaurants to have big, long, exotic menus so that you're offering chicken and pork and ribs and fish. And and you can't do all of those things well, at least in in a small organization like this. Yeah, you know, I, and that's some of the just the knowledge I have and through my experiences with working with these great companies, you know, like Smokey John's in Dallas, you know, they make exceptional barbecue and, you know, going over with them is, you know, stay great at barbecue. You have your, you have your basis, the things that you're very good at. And we did one menu expansion, but it was just a different sandwich. That was their barbecue sandwich done better. And it's like concentrate on doing these things you do well and ex- execute the heck out of it. You know, don't try to be all things to all people. And so that's some of the advice that, that we gave them when we were looking over their menu. Is coming out of this, do the survivors get rewarded? Uh, my sense is, as you pointed out, I mean, your your business has done well because you could operate through a pandemic, but there aren't going to be as many restaurants out there. There's not going to be as much competition going forward, at least for a while. Yeah, I think the survivors do get rewarded. The ones that were able to, to make it through this, you know, they came out stronger on the other end and no, there's not going to be as much restaurant competition for a while. Now, naturally that will start to pick back up. Um, but I do think that beaker people are, 
dying to go into restaurants now, right? And so everybody is getting very busy right now that, are, that have been open. And, uh, and they will continue to do so. I believe the restaurant business is about to see its, its greatest next 12 months once all of the restrictions are completely lifted. I think uh, I think business is going to be really booming. You know, you couldn't ask for your employees to sit idle for six, nine, 12 months while you got ready to open back up. Are they having trouble finding labor right now? Yeah, labor is a real, real challenge right now for everybody in the restaurant industry. You know, everybody's going back and hiring at once, right, and including bars. So the competition's at all-time high and um, for, for jobs. And then restaurants are just extraordinarily busy, so they need um, greater staffing levels than pre-COVID, you know, right now. So it's it's challenging. Everybody's challenging to paint. Uh, with all our resources, you know, we're we're constantly growing and hiring, and uh, and and we're challenged with it as well. I, I've seen some migration toward kiosks and and other forms of ordering to cut down on the overhead, but also, I guess, to replace people that you can't get. Are you doing that at Canes? Yeah, we always use technology to help with you know customer service, right? Speed of service, those sorts of things, but. Kane's one of Kane's greatest, you know, competitive advantages is, is our people. We have happy, smiling crew members. And so for us, you know, we're adding things, mobile ordering, um, things like that to get better and give our customers more options. But I never want to take that human element out of it because that's a winner for us. You know, it's what brings people back and makes them frequent Kane's more is our, is our crew. So 500- I think restaurants going too far on that and doing too much automated and, those sorts of things, I think they're going to lose that human touch. And I do think their, I think their frequency, their customers uh, will, will suffer because of it. So 550 is the last count that I have for restaurants, 29 states in the Middle East. So when we talk again in, in, in a decade, I think it's probably been a, a decade since you were on the show, what is Raising Cane's going to look like? Well, I mean, by the grace of God, we'll continue to grow and grow more rapidly um, than we'll be been able to. Uh, we're going to get to the point where here pretty quickly we're going to be um, opening about 100 new restaurants a year. And uh, we feel like we can do that at this point and we can execute and do great operations and and uh, and, and open quality restaurants. And so that's when it starts getting fun, when you start getting these, and these to these numbers, it, it blows me away. But um, that'll be domestically here in the U.S. We're in 28 states now, and by, by, the, by the next decade when you and I talk, I think we'll be, um, you know, we've filled out the United States and then uh, international. We have some done really well in the Middle East, and so we're going to start looking at Asia and Europe. And, and, uh, and by that point, too, I hope we'll be uh, considerably worldwide. Your food is so portable and easy. You ought to be in every airport, every bus station, every train station <laughs> around the world. We're working on it, David. <laughs> Todd Graves is the CEO and founder of Raising Canes and the television star of a brand new show that will be streaming, well, streaming now on uh, on Discovery mm-hmm. Plus as uh, he helps fellow restaurateurs. Good to have you with us again. Thanks for the time. Great. Thank you, David. Thanks for more of our conversation with Mr. Graves. Go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.